0: Are we recording? No,
1: too
0: much, too
1: much, too much! Hey everyone, welcome to Ducks Watch Together. My name is Kylie. I'm Josh. I'm Sylvana. And today we're going to be talking about Ratatouille.
0: Yeah! Woo! 2007's Ratatouille.
1: Ratatouille. Anne Ryan would be proud.
0: She would. Would she? Mm-hmm. We'll see. Maybe I'm like, no, exceptionalism's great. Yeah, just yeah, like her. Yeah, great. Or maybe I'm going to be like, whoa, exceptionalism, not great. You don't know what I'm going to say. I'm a wildfire over here, all right?
1: Listen, listen, there's nothing wrong with exceptionalism. Yeah. The issue is when you just keep your exceptionalism to yourself and you don't try to help others or listen to others or coordinate with others.
0: Yeah, Goldie, you gotta share how exceptional you are with the world.
1: Contribute. Yeah. yeah. Wow, gosh.
0: I think, I think Goldie needs to be, like, the mascot of the world. She was up for James Bond. Ooh, you were close. <laughs> it's true. Uh, during the James Bond casting, Kylie was sending me pictures of Goldie. And I was like, this is <laughs> solid. <laughs> Goldie for Bond. Professional.
2: No, not professional. <laughs> pictures of Goldie.
1: Okay, so let's start at the very beginning
0: okay so blue screen and then a lamp hops in and then like the words pixar appear it's a white screen uh, it's like a whitish blue like it's not like like a cool, like a cool a cool white cool white white. okay fine all right fair enough fair enough all right i'll give you that oh kylie you're gonna you're gonna you're
1: gonna look it up yeah because it's white
0: it's got like a I give you but like it, uh, it's got a blue tint nope, you're totally
1: right it's kind of like a blue gray mm. Mm. sorry when i think of blue i think about like the disney castle yeah. yeah and like i don't want to confuse people we're not talking about a disney castle we're talking about a disney lamp
0: uh it's a it's a pixar lamp this lamp was purchased by disney mm-hmm. actually right after this film? Right before this film? Cars. Cars, Ratatouille. Right at, right before this film. There you go. Why are we here to talk about Ratatouille today, everybody? Because this was Sylvana's pick. Yeah. And I never
1: knew that she had a relationship to this film.
2: I don't... It's not really a film that you can just randomly express
1: love... And compassion for. Sure you can! Josh does it once.
0: Once? <laughs> I like this movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, It's in my top ten of Pixar movies.
1: How many Pixar films are there? 20-something? Alright, top half. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Where most of the originals probably go.
0: <laughs> there are some sequels with, up there.
1: With the exception of Good Dinosaur, Brave, Cars. Yeah? I think those originals probably aren't there. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm great at this game.
0: <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you got the sequel that breaks the top ten?
1: Yeah, Toy Story Three. There
0: it is. All right, we did it.
1: You don't like? Well, I don't know if you don't like Dory,
0: but I looked at your list recently, Ooh. and Dory Finding Dory was very low to the bottom. Dory might be right above Cars Two. Wow. Ugh. Yeah,
2: yeah, I haven't seen it. I cannot, I cannot say.
1: <laughs> What's that? What's that new one coming out? Like, Onward, Forward? Uh, I don't want to talk about ever it. Ever After. We What's don't have to called? talk
2: about
0: it. It's actually called Onward, Forward, Ever After, Forever. <laughs> What's it
1: called? What's it called? <laughs> it's, called it's called Onward. Onward.
0: <laughs> onward.
1: <laughs> I don't like that at all. I don't like it either. Okay, um. One. I don't like. One. One what? One, one what? It, it's, what? It's, he's animated just like Linguini and Tom Holland from Spice in Disguise. And two other characters. They and all just look the same. Tom insane. Holland everywhere. Yeah, Tom, Tom Holland.
0: <laughs> it's actually just Tom Holland. Yeah. Like, the Pixar's like, oh, I'm just gonna animate him. It's fine.
1: Two, I don't know. It looks like it's gonna have a bunch of... Dil- okay, okay. What? It looks like they were like, Hey, you know what was popular 10, 15 years ago? Nineteen years ago Shrek. <laughs> so what if we made our own Shrek?
0: Uh, what where are the Shrek vibes coming from? What? I don't get the Shrek vibes in the trailer.
1: Because it's like a magical thing and we're following something that's gross like an ogre. Is he gross?
0: It's Chris Pratt, yeah, he's gross like an ogre. No, but, but can... like like yeah, it's a fantasy not...
1: land like it's a fantasy land, which is like what Shrek takes place in. Yes, that's more fairy ish Right. Like, like, same concepts kind of overlap to each other.
2: Pop culture references.
0: Pop culture
1: references. Sure. Probably gonna be some, like, music. Probably the Macarena.
0: I mean, yeah. listen, we can't all be HT3SV.
1: No, we can't. We can't be the greatest film of last summer.
0: You're right. I guess here is... Here's my thing. I don't think the animation looks good. Um, just like works. You're right! Uh, listen, at the time of 2001, everyone was like, look at this Shrek thing! It's amazing! And now we're like, oh gosh, this, this <laughs> Shrek thing. Not amazing. Um, I guess I'm just, because of the Pixar brand, I'm willing to give it a shot. Um, because they're, this idea has been in the works for them for quite a long time. Um, I think the other thing that's interesting is is that in next year we're gonna get two Pixar films, and the last time they did that is when they did Inside Out and The Good Dinosaur, which means one of them I think I think it means one of them they have faith in, and one of them they don't. Um, and the other one is one that's called Soul, and uh, the mm-hmm. only explanation that we have so far is just it is a exploration of the human soul.
2: So, like, inside out, but for your soul?
0: I, I guess. I don't really know what Pixar's doing there, but, yeah, they're they're, they're trying things. I appreciate that both of them are actually originals. So I'm yeah. glad that we're moving away from the sequel train of Pixar. Um, I hope that we stay away from it for a while Uh, with the transition of John Lasseter out and Pete Doctor in. I'm kind of hoping that that's where we're going to go. Like, let's just get some original properties here for a while, everybody. Agreed. Yeah.
1: hey what's up Kylie I'm watching a video
0: you uh, (laughs) you have been so good recently at like coming in with this inquiry of a half fortnight squared Mm -hmm. you got one got one for Ratatouille Ratatouille sure alright what you got
1: who's your best favorite movie chef
0: who's my favorite movie chef yeah chef himself Good old chef.
1: His name's Casper?
0: His name is Casper. Yeah, true story. <laughs> uh, Have <Having> you c-
1: not <laughs> seen that film? I, I know his name is Casper. Listen, I
0: just get distracted by the perfectly made Cubans in every shot, okay? I don't
1: know if they're perfect.
0: They, oh, whoa, whoa. Are you questioning Casper's skill at making a Cuban?
1: Listen, human error.
0: Yeah? It's present in everyday life. I don't think John Leguizamo makes mistakes.
1: Um, (laughs) uh... (laughs) Josh, there's a little film called Super Mario Brothers. (laughs) Wanna?
0: He was flawless. He's not the problem with that movie. No,
1: uh, you said you don't think he makes mistakes, so the mistake was being in that
0: film. You know, sometimes we make choices
1: that are incorrect, <laughs> <laughs> but he got paid.
0: <laughs> he
1: almost died.
0: <laughs> His career certainly like nosedived. Yes. Yes.
1: Thank goodness for the first two John Wicks for bringing
0: him back. Uh, there you go. He's in something else. Ooh, he's in um, the firefighter John Cena firefighter movie. Yeah, um, Yeah, he is. The what? Hot Ones. <laughs> That's not what it's called. They should be called The Hot Ones.
2: <laughs> I would
0: love it. Uh, yes, all the Hot Ones. John Cena, Keegan-Michael Key, John Leguizamo. All the Hot Ones. Playing with fire. Playing with fire. There we go. Mm-hmm. John Cena's uh, kindergarten cop phase is starting right now.
1: Listen, listen, we love it. Yes, <laughs> I went from Cats being my favorite film to Playing with Fire being my new favorite film. Well, so uh, at least, uh,
0: at least it's not Cats anymore.
1: Listen, Josh, it looks like a hot mess. It doesn't look like a hot mess. It just looks like a mess. Have you seen?
0: The version of the cats trailer with the US song in the background. Nope. Solid. It's, it's a better version of the trailer.
1: I, Josh, I think that a blank screen might be a better
0: version of that
1: trailer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a blank screen with just Rebel Wilson like scatting in the background. That's my. I was like, what is
1: happening? I agree. Yeah. That is where it takes a nosedive. Yes. That's <laughs> the point.
2: Not the beginning. Not the first <laughs> time you see a cat's face. Yeah. I disagree. There are no cat
0: faces in this film. It,
2: you're right. I think that's the problem.
0: Maybe they should have just used that Lion King technology and just been all like, oh, well, let's just make photo real cats.
1: Uh, they can't do cartwheels, though.
0: It's it's animated. They certainly can.
2: It's like a too realistic version of a Dr. Seuss
1: movie. But they didn't do car wheels in this, and it's animated. <laughs> we'll get there when we get there.
0: Yeah,
1: fair. Um, I like the chef um, Little Mermaid. I don't know his name. Chef Louis. Yeah. He's pretty cool. He's he's outsmarted by a stupid crab. <laughs> he
0: is outsmarted it's Really by cool a about
1: him. <laughs> My homie. He's got a,
0: a big, bold French accent.
1: Mm-hmm. He sings a song that reminds me of uh,
0: Les Poissons Les Poissons How I love Les Poissons What's it remind you of? Okay,
1: I'm sorry. It, it reminds me of the song from Sweeney Todd <laughs> Oh my gosh
2: Because
1: someone's that? got a thick accent
0: singing It, sing it. the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy,
1: huh? I mean that's also a song that doesn't help to like further the plot But it's a fun time
0: yeah, it's all I need. That, no, it's good. Um, is it Anth- so? There's a petition apparently online to get Anthony Bourdain to play the chef in the remake. What? Yeah.
2: You mean Gordon Ramsay? I
0: do mean Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> don't know the difference <laughs> between those two. Well, I think um, one, of one of them's, them's
1: dead. Yeah. That's
0: fair. I like in like their actual like. Mm-hmm. I don't. I was remember.
1: like, crap! They're gonna do a Tupac Shakur. <laughs> I was
0: like, oh, sorry, sorry, Gordon Ramsay. I don't know, the one that yells? Yeah. Yes.
1: He's really nice to kids. He,
0: uh, this is what I hear. You know what? Yeah. He's not nice to <laughs> people who are not He's nice to him.
1: Pretentious people who don't think, who don't take responsibility for their actions.
0: This is true. <laughs> like, I agree that like if people, if he, if you're on board with listening and fixing your problems, He's he so does not yell at you.
1: No. Yeah. He's also really angry. If you almost poison people, he will yell at you for that. <laughs> That's reasonable. Yes. That makes sense. Like, in like when kids get close to poisoning kids, Get, he gets real stern, but he doesn't yell. <laughs> but adults who should know better, he straight up
0: yells at them. What is it? it's, what's that sh- It's Hell's Kitchen? Is that his show? Mm-hmm. Um, there's one where he goes to this like really terrible Italian restaurant. That's my favorite episode because he just goes off on them because they do not care about making their restaurant better. It's clear they just wanted to be on television.
1: And the... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and
0: that's how they got there.
1: sylvana who's your favorite movie chef? Oh
2: my gosh! Oh
1: no, movie chefs. I'm gonna look up some options for Thank you. Thank you. Um, there's Catherine Zeta-Jones and Aaron Eckhart in No Reservations. Oh so my both good chefs Actually, yes. There's someone. Wait,
0: wait, wait. Hang on. Before we go on, before we... do, you, do you do you like No Reservations? Yes, I have another one. It's um, so good.
1: Careful, he'll collect see. you. <laughs> what? There's Bradley Cooper and Burnt. There's Julie and Julia. There's mostly Martha. There's Mr. What, what, Church.
0: All of Mr.
1: Church is a chef. They meet at a no. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure Renee Zellweger is because they meet at a homeless shelter where she's serving. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Definitely Catherine. That. That one. First one, no reservation.
0: Um, And you can also pick uh, anyone from Ratatouille. I mean, there are lots of chefs here. Colette. Yeah, Colette. Right, all day long.
1: Uh, Shu from Eat, Drink, Man, Woman.
0: Uh... Gyro from Gyro Dreams of Sushi.
1: Oh, 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 oh! I don't like how he cures ailments, (laughs) but the dad of my big fat Greek wedding is he a chef?
0: They own a restaurant. Okay, I, I don't remember. So.
1: <laughs> Gosh, I don't like that he fixes everything with Windex. That seems... Mrs. Lovett from Sweeney Todd. <laughs> Mira, um, Helen Mirren from The 100 Foot Journey. Oh, yeah. That's not a terrible movie. Adam Sandler from Spanglish.
0: Oh, yeah. Nate That's from the a
1: terrible movie. The Devil Wears Prada.
0: Who? Oh, who? Nate? Isn't that... Is it Adrian Gournier? He's he's not a good dude. Yet. Does he make a grilled cheese sandwich? He does make a grilled cheese sandwich, but then he's all, like, arrogant about it because his girlfriend's getting, like, a better job than he is, and so he gets really upset about life. And you're like, get out of here, Adrian Gournier. Go be not Aquaman. I
1: mean, most of us are not Aquaman.
0: <laughs> he had a chance.
1: I don't think he did. <laughs> With, uh who the guy? Marky Mark? Who the guy? No, the director. Who was going to direct it? The Avatar guy.
0: Uh, James Cameron. Yeah,
1: he was going to direct it. Oh, there you go. That's the joke. I don't I don't
0: know that much. I entourage. know it from an
1: episode of Movie Fights where they say what fictional movie would make the best movie and the winner was James Cameron's Aquaman. This is a good question. I like this question. Well, it's not our inquiry of the half point oh, nine. So, okay. if you want to answer this question and more, you can do so at friend of a You can also find us on Apple Podcasts where you can leave us a five star review and only a five star review. I will <laughs> find you if you do not. Josh, I'm so excited for my review of Fight in the War Room to Get Red.
0: Yeah? Yeah. I think it'll be next week.
1: I hope it's not pandering. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I just don't like all this hate that David Ehrlich is getting because he has a differing opinion um, sometimes they're true sometimes he does just interrupt people But
0: I just started counting down with them uh, like last year I w- it just was like this is my third annual review send five stars and they were like thanks It's good times my first time I had them talk about Professor Marsden and the Wonder Woman because I didn't talk about it and I want to know their opinion on it it was solid and positive so there we go. Alright, friends. Sly, um, why, why Ratatouille? Why is this movie uh, important to you? Why are we talking about it today?
2: Ratatouille was probably the first film of Pixar slash Disney where I fell in love with a score from the film. It has such a strong, strong score. And I thought the way it played with all of the scenes and just how they presented the plot of the film, it, like, went side by side, and it wouldn't be the same movie without the score,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it's about a rat who cooks. Yeah. And no one, I mean, people do get freaked out by it, but it just works for me. I was in middle school, and I really loved
1: it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. There you
0: go. What's your what was your first experience with good old ratatouille? Yesterday. Yesterday.
1: <laughs> How would that go? Well, set
2: the, set the scene. Oh uh, yeah, I,
0: I, yeah. Here we go. Paint the picture for I us. Sat right there. And, and okay, it's a chair, listeners. And I watched it with her eyes. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Did you
1: recline? No.
0: Was what was Goldie doing during this process?
1: Ah, uh, she's probably outside.
0: Okay. Uh, did you have a drink?
1: Mm. Maybe water. Water. Okay. Yeah, yeah, cross yeah. tension. Was it Ooh. Josh? I was real worried.
0: Oh, okay. I, do you,
1: you saw that picture. I, sent I did. You, right. buds Well, yeah. But did you see Mowgli? It did. He was awesome. I know. I was real worried at the beginning because Mowgli's skin was made out of oranges and reds, and I was like, this won't look good when it's done. <laughs> and once all the greens got added, it kind of toned it down a little right. bit. And okay. so I was a little, and I was like, oh, it's stained glass, so it's a little bit brighter. So I was a little bit more on board. All right. But as I was doing this, I was like, he's going to look jaundiced, and we're going to have to redo this all. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that. I finished Mowgli.
0: Can I ask you a cross stitch question? Uh huh. So, if you're doing, a, like, a big cross-stitch, like the one you're doing right now, uh-huh. and, like, let's say you're, like, halfway done, and then, like, you're like, ooh, I've made a mistake, like, something doesn't look right, do you have to start over, or can you, like...
1: What do you um, mean by, so, like, what something doesn't look Well, like, look you just right.
0: said, like, if you're like, oh, man, yeah. this character looks jaundiced, it doesn't look good, do you, like, have to, like, start completely over, or could you, like, take some of those stitches out? Keep stitches. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Because I'd be worried, like, if you had to... Start over. No. Okay,
1: but it it ended up working out. Okay. okay. Um. Yeah, and then I watched it, and I was reminded of a film of my past that freaked me out. Oh gosh. <laughs> I, I, this this film, I was a little bit concerned about some things. Um, my mom. What is terrified of mice and rats so like I've always grown up like I'm not afraid of them but like I've always grown up of like thinking about like why does someone fear a rat and then watching this film I was kind of like I don't like all of this. Yeah but you
0: know listen they wash they wash their hands They go in the oh,
1: Yeah, That one. <laughs> the first time Remy does something it's right after he's been in mm, raw sewage kind of right? Uh, his washing of hands is he puts some water on his hands. Dad, Dad ain't cleaning him.
0: Yeah, no, it's good. You just kind of like ah. Uh, that doesn't kill the germs. He walks on two hands because you or on two feet because he you don't want to put your hands. He was in raw sewage.
1: He did not
0: know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but I, as a human,
0: do. Are you eating the food? No, but I was just he didn't thinking.
1: go in
2: the food. He was just touching it with the hands that he washed. Yeah, with water, no soap. He <laughs> is it.
0: It, doing this
2: for the first time. I know. And then the rest of the time, he probably doesn't, he doesn't even touch food the rest of the time.
1: That's true. That creeped me out the first time. And then when all the rats are in the kitchen, that also freaked me out.
0: And it also freaks out the health inspector. Yeah. No worries. Yeah, they
1: also tie up a health inspector <laughs> and another man. Skinner. Yeah. <laughs> That also kind of worried me. Wow. Like, what else can these rats do? Don't
0: worry, Patton got you. He's like, we had to release them. And
1: uh, I'll just be friends with Willard. No
0: worries. No. <laughs> just be friends with Linguini. Willard? Who? Willard? No. Get out of here, Crispin Glover. Ah, uh, He's the remake one. The original... who's, who's the OG? Who's
1: the OG? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know People. Um, Not the two thousand three. Nineteen ninety one. Nineteen seventy one. Bruce, Davison. Ah, good old Bruce. Yeah. Apt pupil. Oh, he's friends with that guy. Oh, okay, never mind. Okay, let's continue. You're finding out
0: so much over there. Yeah,
1: he was in Insidious, the last key. Oh.
0: What? I, know. I literally what? thought you were gonna say Insidious, the last Airbender, and I'm like, that's a <laughs> that's a weird crossover there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, but I mean, I don't, I don't hate this film.
0: That seems like a win. We did it, everybody.
1: That's a win? Yeah. I think it's more like a tie. Oh, it's a tie? Yeah.
0: Zero, zero, one. I don't, okay, so like here's, here's what a weird impression that I think I may be wrong on. Okay. For the most part, Mm -hmm. you don't like animated films.
2: I get that vibe, too. Yeah,
0: like, it's not your favorite genre of all. Like, you're open to them, Mm -hmm. but, like, it's, they have a hard battle, like, to get through.
1: Yeah, well, because I always, I always look at something, and and, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna say something. Yeah. And it's not true for all, it's not a blanket statement, but in most cases, Uh animated films are made for, with children in mind. Yes. And I always look at a f- animated film, not always, but with some animated films, I have to think about like the two separate thoughts of do I think that this is a good movie for a child or like something of that nature? Yeah. Or is this a film that I personally love and connect to? Oh, and I- sometimes that answer is yeah is yes, this is great for a child. I would let a child watch this. I don't see any harm. But that may leave my other brain being like, I'm not really into it. Yeah. I don't need to sit down and watch this with the child. Fair enough, and that's fine. Uh, and then other times it's Hotel Transylvania, <laughs> which like is very much a child's film, but like I get it.
0: Something in that inner lizard brain of yours is just
1: like yes. <laughs> wow, lizard brain. Are you calling yes. me a lizard
0: person? No, I'm not calling you a lizard person. I'm saying like in that 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 way back in that like <laughs> that like primordial ooze part of your brain. It just hits you deep down in there. Slice sidebar isn't up. I I can hear you.
1: You can't because I mouthed it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I I would agree that anim- animated films have a higher thing to jump over, and I don't like necessarily like just like go and say like oh just hate animated films because I like things, right.
0: And I wouldn't say that either.
1: I like things like the Lego Movie where there's something with the messaging that I can connect to and things. But yeah.
0: Specifically the Lego Batman movie.
1: Oh yeah, but like, that had <laughs> Batman
0: jokes. And the greatest song sung by Robin ever.
1: That's yeah, at the end,
0: I don't care for that. <laughs> You're like, I leave during the credits. This is nonsense. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, I like the scene where him and Batman are just sitting there with their guitars and they say, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do the only way you should play guitar. Yeah. <laughs> um another thing that you folks may or may not notice is that mostly the only time we cover animated films are always Disney films. And I always feel bad talking bad about Disney. Because I think that they're trying to do good. And I can like them for doing good from over there. We talked about every <laughs> like a film that ever existed. That's true. That was four films.
0: <laughs> Five now. That's Five. right.
1: <laughs> this year was like the first time we went to other companies for animated yeah. films.
0: Yeah, look at us. We're branching out into the world. Listen, at one point I was trying to get Bluth on the calendar, and then I watched a couple of them, and I'm like, I don't want to watch all of these. <laughs> nope. Never mind. I'm good. <laughs> I will let them live happily in the past. Um, Transitioning back to Ratatouille, that's actually one of the the things that I've always appreciated about the film. You would mentioned that there are some films that are meant for children and some of the films that are meant for general audiences. And I think Ratatouille is one that's meant for general audiences. I think Um, Brad
1: Bird mostly is meant for general audiences with the exception of maybe Incredibles 2.
0: Yes. Um, And I would agree with that a lot. And... I think that if Ratatouille was being made today, in 2019, 2007, you may actually have seen it be made in a way where we have a CGI mouse and a live-action film. Mm. Um, and I'm not saying that should have been the way that it's done, because I, I'm not saying I would have liked that, but like this story outside of the mice stuff doesn't necessarily need to be an animated story. Um, and I think that that's one of the ways that it helps it become... A more general audience film because it's really the heart of this story is about um, about finding yourself in the world and finding your place and finding if you have these exceptional skills how you use them and they do that through yes through Remy but mostly through Colette and Linguini and Skinner who are three human characters who center this film and so it's an interestingly animated film because a lot of it is just kind of normal human action and so it's one of the unique things about ratatouille is why it's animated and how it's animated and such like that at least for me i
1: do think that i do think that animating it though helps to our disbelief yes because like the hair pulling yeah yeah premise of it all like if that was, like, a real person in live action and I saw that, I might be horrified and wouldn't be as... Also, with the with the CGI, that allows, like, who is probably is the most cartoonish human with his actions in this film, it allows his actions to be more fluid within yes. the world. That's true.
2: Also, I think, like, with, um... Oh my gosh. Wasn't Stuart Little, like... Mm-hmm. Three, he was animated, and the rest of the world was yes. Okay, yeah. so I think with that also is going back to, um, just like the actions of the all of the rats, if because they're a cartoon, just the way they move. If they were in a real world, it would just be hard. Yeah, disbelief. Mm-hmm. It, you would just be. You, it wouldn't be suspended whatsoever because. You would just be seeing this rat flying around the kitchen, and yeah, you're absolutely. Like, okay, it's just a CJ rat. <laughs> but then in the animation, you're like, oh, he's flying around the kitchen. Yeah,
0: and
1: it love- also makes him look cuter. Yeah, which yeah. is more appealing because, like, Stuart Little is a mouse, and my- mice can maybe get a little bit away with a little bit more of being like cute and whatnot uh-huh. because they're just smaller. Rats are a little bit more aggressive looking so i think that having an animated rat in this animated world it's like ah,
0: yeah
1: but let's remake this with the photorealistic
0: rat yeah let's Your do it all of, all, yeah here we go right to 2022 <laughs> oh, live action um it also the animation also helps us get into the rat's point of view and perspective mm-hmm. really well.
1: Uh, I looked up uh, the uh, voice actor of Linguini because I was like, "Is this David Schwimmer?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not David Schwimmer. Weird
1: pull to get for this film, but David Schwimmer works here.
0: <laughs> um, in a reference that nobody will understand, uh, the voice actor and the character of Linguini uh, reminds me of my college roommate my senior year. Like, legit. oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's so
0: funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, legit. I felt like I was living with Linguini, and I was like, "What is happening?" Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you are Linguini. You lived
0: with David Schwimmer. I lived with David Schwimmer. Yes. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Not Ross, but Schwimmer. Like it was. It was a really in between time after Friends. He was like, "Let's bum around Ellensburg." He
1: had a little bit of a resurgence in the. Last, well, he had one thing. Madagascar. Oh, no. Like, the la- like like current. Like, oh.
0: more recent
1: times with um. the o- People versus OJ show. What? Oh, he's in that?
0: Yeah. He sure he is. He plays Robert Kardashian. Oh. And I've seen three episodes, and I want to keep watching, but i, I that's kind of where I thought. But so far, Schwimmer actually has my favorite scene of the entire series so far. Um, he, he's got this scene where, like, he's taking his Kardashian kids to breakfast and like kind of like right after the OJ news has and broken like Kim
1: tries to take a selfie and he says
0: that'll never catch on <laughs> no but like he's literally like his kids are like up being like their version of like typical teenagers and he's legit trying to like rein them in and be like no listen we are good people we support good people sure we come from privilege and wealth but we want to make sure that we're using that for good and I was like why did none of you listen to your father what happened <laughs> I'm sure it was dramatized for the show, but still, it was a good scene. It was a good job, Schwimmer. Good. Yeah, he's yeah. great in this film. Yeah. Uh, you mean Lou Romano? Is that his name? I think his name's Lou Romano. He is, I'm fairly certain, an animator at Pixar, um, and he has a voice in Cars, and I think this is the only other acting credit. Sorry,
1: I don't know how to spell Ratatouille, so I had to go from Patton Oswalt. Yeah, good job. <laughs> He's also in The
0: Incredibles. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, better yet, Monkey Bone. Oh, Monkey Bone, of course. Right, of course I May Classic. Yeah. Okay, I'm done with that thought. All right, so. Um,
0: Ratatouille is an interesting film for me and for other reasons, but like. I don't ever remember a lot of Ratatouille, and I think that's one of the reasons why like, it's in my top ten of Pixar, but for me it's a little bit lower, is because there are certain sequences that I really love and enjoy, but when I get to watching this movie again, looking at the film beat for beat, I always forget like what happens and how we get there, mm-hmm. and every single time I am surprised by the character of Colette. And it's, I love this character and I love everything she is, everything she represents, and who she is and what she does for the film. But whenever I think back on the film, I'm like, yeah, there's like the rat, mm-hmm. and there's the critic, and there's the stupid little chef, uh, tiny Skinner chef, and then there's Linguini, the right? And there's no, there's Colette, and she's amazing as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like ego. Ego? Yeah. Anton Ego? Yeah. Favorite character.
0: That's a, that's a good choice for favorite character. Thank you. Yeah. Here is why. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, I just like that he starts out as like a monster who wants to in- create pain much and suffering.
0: much a food critic vampire? He's like an yeah. anti-hero. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe
1: we need the Anton Ego movie. Listen, listen, listen. (laughs) The difference between, like, me and Ego is that, like, I will say when something's terrible, but I don't always want something to be terrible. Like, sometimes I do, but there are other times where I'm really hoping out, but, like, Anton just seems to hate everything. Except for food. Except for food. He might spit it out if he doesn't love it.
0: at the very end, when he's like surprise me! And you're like, oh, your heart grew three slices that day. Like, <laughs> good job, Antoine.
1: <laughs> I would like a little bit of perspective. Oh.
0: <laughs> I was just like, yeah.
1: Get this man some perspective. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why did they decide to make Ratatouille? Um,
0: Help me out. Okay, spoilers. So... Spoilers for the end. They make Ratatouille. <laughs> oh, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Ratatouille exists. Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically Ratatouille, if I'm remembering this right, Ratatouille was a little bit of a project in, for in Brad Bird's brain. Um, Are you answering my question? Wait, what? Why? Are you
2: talking about the rest, the food that they made it Yeah, in? why did they choose
0: to make Ratatouille? Oh, sorry. I thought you were like, why does the film exist? <laughs> I thought it could go either way. Yeah, I'm Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Here's
1: what I understand of why the film exists. Okay. They were trying to make this before. Yeah. And it was horrifying. Yeah. And they were about <laughs> to give
0: up. And then But Redford, the, they were... I'm sorry. So sorry, so sorry, so sorry, so so sorry. So
1: then they were like, hey, Brad, you did well with that superhero thing. Want to come back to the fold? And Brad Bird was like, I guess I need the money. Gotta put that new garage on the house. So he...
0: I love it in your brain, everybody's Hollywood experience or the reason they do things is they're just sitting around their giant mansions to be like, ah. Oh. I need a second mansion. Okay, here we go. I need well, some well, solar panels. Yeah, now. I need some solar
1: panels. Keanu works so that he can donate more money to charity.
0: Good yeah, he lives in his good. tiny beach shack. He yeah, gives all of his money to share charity. It probably
1: says Keanu Industries. Not all of it, Josh. She has a nice
0: little sign that says Keanu Industries. <laughs> but there's a good portion that goes over to charity. It's just like it's like a it's kind of like a beachy hut. And there's a sign, and then there's just several surfboards. You sound like the surfboards. (laughs) There's just several surfboards. And then his um, motorcycle. And his motorcycle, (laughs) yeah.
1: I was in Point Break, and I learned how to surf. (laughs) So now I surf. And then he's just fun. What if it's just like
0: something from every one of his movies? What if there's just like some sunglasses over there in the corner? And there's just like a a black uh, pullover shirt kind of there, and there's um you know just all the things he's just got one thing from everything
1: yeah from the watcher he has the piano wire great perfect yeah, great,
0: yeah. he's just got a mailbox that he walks out to every morning he's like is there a letter in here from the past from Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> are we doing a movie again um
1: so he wants to add that garage so yeah okay so he goes and he does it <laughs> I thought you were
0: done. And I'm sorry. And they make it
1: work. And like the original was called like Rats or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, With like gosh. seven exclamation points. Yeah. Yeah. I, that it didn't sounded
0: awful. Um so your question is why do they make <laughs> the food ratatouille for Anton Ego? Yeah. Um from the film's logic, uh from what I can gather, uh uh-huh. that when it says serve a little perspective um or basically He understands to keep it simple and to do something that's unexpected. And so since Ratatouille is a very simple dish in itself, but also in terms of... So we know where Remy comes from. Remy comes from... Um, a more outskirts kind of rurally France area, mm-hmm. and he moves into town. And so, to give perspective, he would have to give something that's unique to him. And so, a dish like ratatouille is probably something that the old lady whose house they lived in and around and under and near would have made several times over. And so, if there, so he finds that recipe in Gusto's box. And I think for me, that's I think the reason why they make ratatouille. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's all I needed.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, you are... Cor- for me, you are correct. Like, the Anton Ego sequences are some of my favorite stuff in this whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I really always remember that shot. I love that shot where he, like, eats the ratatouille for the first time. And, like, it just goes into his brain yeah. and you just see his mom cooking a uh, ratatouille. That was the um, best. That's really good. Uh, yeah. Uh, I will say, one of my... If I have any issues with Anton Ego as a character, it is that it's still the artist's point of view of a critic. <laughs> it's still that like we don't like anything. Our job is to rip your things apart, and every once in a while, we'll love it. And I'm like, well, that's not really like critics in general. And I'm not. I don't want to make a blanket statement out here because I'm sure there are. But critics in general, like I'll even just speak for myself. I don't criticize movies because I hate them movies because I love them and mm-hmm. I know they can be better and I want them to be better and so that I think is where a lot of the, the the disconnect between artists and critics come in and and though I love the Antonigo character, he's still very much like, I'm going to take pleasure in ripping down your restaurant mm. <laughs> I
1: mean, we do that sometimes also
0: Well, listen, the listeners have already heard our take on The Lion King, so there you go <laughs> Um,
1: yeah, I, I think one of, 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 a, a little, a little darling film documentary that came out, uh, uh, within the past couple of years, I think I was in college when it came out, was a film called City of Gold, where it's a documentary, but it was the only time I've ever seen a critic, like, portrayed well, Uh (laughs) like an a, like, wow, they don't hate everything in life. Because, like, I mean, Anton Ego, the lady from Birdman, other people. Critics are always, like, these villainous sorts. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Critics are... What I like about critics now is that critics give me a better idea of the movie that I'm going into than a trailer necessarily can. And what I mean by that is that... And, and, like, I, I mean, I don't know, like, food criticism, so, like, I can't go there. But with film critics, it's it's this idea of, like, the trailer is selling me something for money. Well, with a film critic, and with, like, a a, a a lot of them, they're trying to more share their opinions on the film. And, like, you don't have to always agree with them. But what I like about them and why I think they're necessary is that I think they give me a more... I don't want to say honest, but a more clear idea of what this film is going to be going in, and that's why critics are useful, and we all need to stop destroying them. Oh, the other one, M. Night Shyamalan's film, Lady in the Water, has a terrible Mm -hmm. critic.
0: Yeah. You're not wrong. (laughs) I like using critics to give me some guidelines. Mm -hmm. Not in the sense of, like, I think that I'm going to, like, need to agree with their opinion, but that they, they at least get help me maybe set some expectations, you know, especially if it's something that, like, I'm either eagerly looking forward to or something that I'm, e- like, the opposite of that I don't want to see, mm-hmm. you know, and helping me come around to seeing seeing some reality of it as well. And and also, criticism, in a way, has taken on this with the, with the advent of podcasting, not that podcasting is 100% new because, like, radio existed, but, like, it kind of allows you to have a fluid conversation about things. and allows you to be a part of that in some way. That's true. Um, what are other things about Ratatouille that we like and/or dislike? Anne Ran. Go for it. <laughs> I
1: brought this up when we did Incredibles a year ago, so now this will be our uh, this will be our yearly anniversary where we talk about a Brad Bird film and I bring up Anne Ran.
0: Are you going to bring up Anne Ran and the Iron
1: Giant? <clears throat> actually, that's like the one exception. Oh, okay. Because that film actually he makes it because. Of his sister or someone's death.
0: But weirdly, like, I think that there is an argument for it because the Iron Giant himself is exceptional. Yeah,
1: but I mean, like, he's a... it's fine. Super <laughs> it's fine. Bad. Yeah, but he wants to use his exceptionalism to help others. Mm. I mean, I don't... Th- it's not... A, it, I don't think it's a huge issue, but it no. is probably the one that's the most, like... The exceptional people, because Remy is a little bit more of, like, to me, and I may—I mean, I only saw it once. Remy is doing this, these actions more from, for himself, because he wants to be a chef. And towards the end, he's like, I kind of feel bad for Linguini. And at the beginning, when he lets him out of the jar, and he runs off, and he feels bad, and he goes back. But, like, Remy, in a lot of ways, feels like he's doing it for himself. I, the relationship between Remy and Linguini is never really established for me where like I I know that Linguini needs Remy and he cares about him but I also am like do you care about him as a living being or do you care about him as a source of success and
0: that's where I wanted to jump in there real fast on that Mm -hmm. just because I think that's Remy's arc Mm -hmm. is that at at first he only he needs Linguini and he doesn't really see that relationship as anything more than just like i need this human to get what i want in the world to help show my skill and talent to the world um and that i think has shown a lot really well in the relationship with colette because that's Mm -hmm. where remy doesn't trust or want to use her ideas he wants to use his own And then by the end of the film through the course of it after he's accepted not only his role in the kitchen, but in his society with his family, mm-hmm. then he's able to see these people as more than tools to his success, but people that he cares about, and that that's how his exceptional talents are going to be shown to the world. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I like the way... That, so a film that is made predominantly by white men at a. a, a this is a little bit of a, a looking back at some extra textual things and, and then applying it to Ratatouille. But a pencil.
1: brings up the hegemony. Hege- hegemony? Hegemony? Hegemony?
0: Hegemony?
1: What? Hege- hegemony? Yeah,
0: hegemony. Is that the institutional patriarchal system that's holding yes. her in place? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Awesome. I learned a new word today, everybody. Look at me. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it is an interesting thing to look at that this is something that Brad Burt puts into his film um, in 2007 and that the criticism now of Pixar is that it has been for a long time a boys club, that it's very hard for women to break in to and that, you know, Colette herself says she has to work harder than anybody else to get to to the position that she's in and she's not going to risk it for anybody like not not this fool linguini especially um and so i I like that that commentary is in there and if you listen to interviews with brad bird around the time as well he also i think feels that a little bit not to the point where i think that he would be able to express it in the sense of like yeah the boys club and there's no women here but like she talks about coming into Pixar and everybody being very comfortable with who they are and they're in their systems and they're in their rhythm. And even somebody like Brad Bird who comes in and is just an outside director who is still amongst them and like them feels that kind of like innate community that has been built mm-hmm. and all of its kind of successes and flaws with that. And so I love I love that in that Colette character, he puts that there. He's like, no, this is what it's like for me to be in this world. And, and it is a way that I think Ravitui still feels and allows itself to stay relevant.
2: Yeah, totally.
0: Um, you know, the rats kidnap some dudes.
2: It's fine. I don't like her they,
0: French accent. They don't die. Yeah, it's a strange accent. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... Di- For me, I don't dislike it because I can never tell that that's Janine Garofalo. So I'm like, all right, good good job. But I'm not going to say it's a great French accent. Is she the only one that has one?
1: Um, or- the guy with the thumb has a French accent. Isn't that... Will Arnett? I'm pretty sure he has a French accent, though.
0: Okay,
1: fair enough. Sure, it could be Will Arnett, but he could also have a bad French
2: accent. Fair enough. Doesn't Skinner also have one?
0: I don't know what Skinner's doing. Skinner is Ian Holm, uh, Bilbo Baggins himself.
2: Oh, so he does have a
0: French accent. Yeah. Alright, fine. I think it's
1: a Middle Earth accent. Does
2: Linguini have one? No, it's
0: Patton Oswald. Nope, that's Remy. Um, oh shoot!
2: They're the no. only ones who don't have. Okay,
0: older. all right. So maybe that's what it. And like none of the rats do because one of the rats is Brian Dennehy, and I was like, you're just a New York accent, buddy. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got it. His okay. Brother. So the rats are from America. The rural and then yeah, mm-hmm, yeah The rural, the, the America of, of France, you know. <laughs> yes. And then everybody else who's you know lives in, in Paris has a French accent. All right, fair enough. Anton, Iku.
1: No, he has like a British accent. Yeah, he's just oh Peter, O'Toole. Peter O'Toole.
0: Yeah. My brain was like, he's just Lawrence Olivier. I was like, nope, wrong old British actor.
1: I thought it was Ben Hur. Charlton Heston? No, Josh. It was a joke from a long time ago. Okay. It's a reference from.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm with you. I'm there. I got there. I got there. Bringing it back. Where's... Oh, hello. Ring, ring. Call back. Yes, I got you. Where's the
1: Where are the chariots? <laughs> the other thing about, anyways the chariots work for another three hours and we had
0: time you gotta be friends with us for many years to get all the jokes everybody
1: (laughs) um so yeah ratatouille i give it three and a half stars did not hate
0: i think it's a solid four i really like this movie a lot you give it four and a half do I give it four and a half yeah solid four and a half you
1: give the good dinosaur four do
0: I? What oh, yeah. crap.
1: Yeah, you gave the good dinosaur four.
0: I think I redid this at, at later. Well,
1: I'm, what I'm saying is that you gave the good dinosaur four stars at one point.
0: I think it's a three and a half now. <laughs> <laughs> I like Pixar movies. What can I say? Slide. Wrap us up. Final thoughts on Ratatouille.
2: I love rats.
0: <laughs> I love it.
2: That are animated. Yes
0: cooking. What other shows. animated rats are there? Stuart Little. Stuart Little. Uh, That's he's a, a mouse.
1: mouse. I don't know. Or is he a child? Uh, what? In the book, he's just a small child who kind of looks like a rat, but he's a human. Why did they make him a rat? I don't know. Four stars. Watched uh, on November 26, 2015.
0: There you go. Secret of Nim. There's some rats there.
2: There's some blind mice in Shrek.
1: Um, Two in the aristocats
0: Oh, Roquefort. Mm-hmm. He's a good one. He's a good one. Yeah.
1: Is he a mouse? And he's 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 a pretty he's a big
0: boy. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> I kinda thought he was a rat.
0: Long tail. Oh ratigan! Oh from, from, from the, the Great, great mouse, mouse Detective. detective. <laughs> but he's a rat. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yes, we're doing rats. Huh. Remy's a rat. Yeah. Is he
0: uh, Patton Oswald, love vocal performance. I think yeah. it's
1: great. Yes. Yeah. Can I say something? Mm-hmm. Might sound like a backhanded compliment. Oh. It kind of is. Okay. Whenever he does a uh, voice work, he sounds exactly the same.
0: Well, yeah, I, don't, I don't come to Patton Oswalt <laughs> for silly voices.
1: Oh, you don't come to Patton Oswald for variety? Nope. I,
0: I you're, you're, I'm
1: good. you're content. This
0: isn't a Bill
2: Hader thing, okay? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Sorry. Sorry. It's just him and Ratatouille, Sorry to Bother You, Happy, Secret Life of Pets 2. He wasn't Sorry to Bother You? Yeah, right. he's the white voice of Lakeith Stanfield. That's right. Lakeith yeah. Stanfield? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: He, yeah. yeah. I think that's the point.
1: Mm-hmm. Just, just, for him to just always sound the same? That's the point.
2: <laughs> they cast him to give... The performance that they want, and the performance that they want is a basic white man's voice.
0: And his casting in Ratatouille was actually pretty uh, unique at the time because he wasn't—he was a stand-up, yeah. but he wasn't super known outside of being on The King of Queens, mm-hmm. you know. And so this is actually a role that really kind of helped to break him. I think out—not that I think that he's the most famous person of all time. Uh, he's, pretty well, but known he's pretty well known yeah, yeah absolutely um, this is a we had with that list that we did of um, vocal pro- or performances by a stand up um, I knew we were going to talk about Ratatouille but had we not t- been talking about Ratatouille I was going to put Pat well on that list because I think he's actually just really good in this role
1: mm-hmm. alright everyone that's the end Oh, well, let me go on to box office let me see if there's a game
0: we can play do we do we do we need to fill time? I
1: don't know. Maybe I just want to play a game. Maybe gosh. We just play a game. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Josh. Kinda, do you not want to play a no, game. No, we can play a game. I'm just. Oh no, we're not gonna do this.
0: I don't want to do this. I want to play What's it. What's the game? Yeah, we, we gotta to play, play it.
1: It. We gotta go. Uh, mouse slash rat films. All right.
0: Let's go. Top ten. Number one,
1: Ratatouille.
0: <laughs> Number one is Ratatouille. Number one is Ratatouille. Yes. Okay. Um, Secret and M. No. Stuart Little. Number two.
1: Sort
0: little two. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, uh, mouse hunt? Number five. Uh, it's a great mouse detective.
1: Number nine. Okay. Um, our, our... Are you going to let Sylvana sorry.
2: take a, a so hit <laughs> I don't know any mouse movies.
0: Wait, I was just running through the runs that we talked about what earlier. What about if you
2: give a mouse a cookie? That's a book. I'm sure there's some movie <laughs> of it somewhere.
0: Can I, can I, can I question? Yeah. Uh, are, are, are mice and rats the leads of all of these films? Or are there any of them where they're just, like, featured?
1: Featured. In one of them. The rest, they are the lead.
0: Okay. Um. I think. Are they counting?
1: The Chronicles of (laughs) Narnia.
0: Forge of the Dawn Treader. Four. Reep Three? Four. Three.
1: Three. No, what? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <What> Reaper <laughs> Chief doesn't make it on there
2: plays he, a huge part in that film Yeah it's Eddie
0: Izzard <laughs> Or Simon Pegg Depends on which movie it is Are they counting Fantasia No Okay. Maybe
1: I don't know I'm just looking at the top 10 There's only 15 on this list
0: oh, Okay well I sit don't they counting any of the Mickey movies
1: Oh Willard's on here <laughs> Willard <laughs> From 2013 or for number 13
0: Okay what you what you looking
1: there? Put your phone down. You don't need to look anything up here.
0: Um how many more animateds do I got?
1: Oh, I flushed away. Number 4. Ah!
0: All but one are animated. All but one are animated. Mm-hmm. Um the rescuers? No. The rescuers down under.
1: Number 10. <laughs> okay. Um This only goes from 82 to present. Okay.
0: Fair enough.
1: So you need eight, seven, and six. Eight, seven, six. Six will be the hardest one. Is oh. there a
2: Tom and Jerry movie?
1: It is not on the top ten, but yes, it is on here. What is it? Oh no, the movie. Tom and Jerry the movie. Okay. <laughs> Gosh, it's where they like commit suicide at the end or something. What? I don't think that would happen.
2: Does it?
1: Yeah, it's heavily implied that they commit suicide at the end of it. (sighs) The 90s
0: were a dark time. I don't think I ever noticed how dark the Angry Birds 2 trailer gets until I was watching it this time. That little bird just straight up murders a snake. Yeah, yeah. They, they
1: even say that got dark. Yeah, right?
0: I I haven't paid attention until this time. That's true. I'm not it's
1: not lie. it's not Oh weird. my yeah. gosh, we have three more to go. <laughs> Let me know when you want a hint. Uh,
0: g- uh give me a hint. Let's start from I need seven eight nine, is that what it means? Six
1: eight se- six seven
0: eight. Okay, start at eight.
1: I don't know, Josh. <laughs> <You just laughs> would- oh, my hint is Kylie you doesn't know what us it is. Said- okay. You would
2: give us All hands. I hear
1: about is this stupid sequel that is apparently terrible and has the performance of some guy. Who's the guy? Uh, hey.
0: Okay, there's a terrible sequel with a dude.
1: Yeah, but everyone's like, I think the sequel's pretty good. Incredibles 2. And there's a mouse? Uh-huh. People tell me that this is a Jewish experience movie. American Tale. Mm-hmm.
0: An American Tale. Yep. So then is Five goes West also on there? Of course not. Okay. That's 11. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, number seven. This was based off of a book that was popular. The Tale of Despero. Very good. Oh, that's nice. All right. Number six. Hey, Josh. <laughs> yeah. This was a movie we saw.
0: <laughs> is this
1: live action? It kind of, some of it. Okay. Some of it is in fact live action. Yes. This is, so, is
0: this? That's so. Is it? No. Okay. There's not mice in that. I didn't remember there being a mouse in that, so I didn't want to say it like.
2: Um. This is a. Of mice and men. N-
1: <laughs> flowers for Algernon.
2: <laughs> the flowers of
1: Flowers for Algernon. <laughs> no, that was a TV movie. Dang it um
0: Alright we saw this together
1: I, 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 uh, Space Jam Rats are a very superfluous okay. Part of this movie But the original source material It feels much more integrated In fact I don't remember there being any mice In this Film
0: Oh it's a film not a movie Uh huh A okay. oh, movie uh-huh. sorry Oh it's a movie okay Um, um
1: I went to it alone <laughs>
0: So what? we, but we both saw it. Yes. Okay. Uh.
1: Can you give me a year. Last year.
0: Oh, gosh.
1: It made no money. Uh huh. Um.
0: Hands of Stone. I know. I know. I know. I know. You make
1: dinosaur references to it.
0: I make dinosaur references to it. Yeah. Is there dinosaurs in it? No. Oh. Why do I mean I mean,
1: I can give the really big clue. Yeah, go for that's it. That's just gonna. Just it's yeah. based off of a, a ballet.
2: The Nightmare No. And the
1: what?
0: four realms. And the four realms. Yeah, they matter. All four realms. The Rat King is not in that movie. No,
1: but she has a mouse that she kind of keeps in her pocket. Oh,
0: okay. All right. <laughs> I kick this movie off. Five Goes West, number ten.
1: <laughs> well that's our show you can find us at loads of places Josh will name them all
0: you can find us at Friend of Podcast at scorespace.com you can find us on Apple Podcasts and iTunes there's a 5 star review or any star review we'll read it out here on this podcast you can also hit that subscribe button squeak <laughs> there you go uh, that helps us get more listeners find us on Facebook at Friend of a Friend
1: Podcast. you can find us on Apple Pod or no Twitter at DWT underscore YouTube That's what's together Tumblr That's what's together Letterbox. W A C T and Kylie Galischer.
0: Slide, you got any contact information you want to give to the folks? No. <laughs>
1: okay. Oh, do you? <laughs> okay. No, go for it. Um my letterbox
2: is Sylvanna. And there you can see what movies I've watched because that's all I log.
0: There you go. Right on. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Josh.
2: Kylie. Sylvanna. Quack 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 Quack. 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 quack.